Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to episode two of The Balance Podcast. Our guest this week is Jasmine Hemsley. Um, if you're remotely into the world of wellness, you'll know what a, a pioneer, what a, um, what a remarkable figure she is. Um, her work with her sister, Melissa, there's Hemsley and Hemsley. Um, more recently, there's her best-selling award-winning book, East by West, which essentially encapsulates Jasmine's ethos, really, of bringing the East, uh, Eastern philosophy, Eastern thinking, Eastern cuisine over to the West and us, us frazzled, busy Westerners and how a, a bit of East can help the West. So we, we talked a lot about all of that. Her book is an absolute treat. Um, it's a, a hit at the Gill House. So uh, I went around to Jasmine's and we, we talked at length. She, what a lovely person, so generous, generous of spirit, generous with her time. We had a, a little intruder in the form of, of her dog, Julie, so look out for that. Also, excitingly, the new issue of Balance is out. So we predominantly uh, distribute in London. So if you don't live in London, it's all on our website, pretty much all of it, balance.media. What was very exciting was our, our cover star was Bros. It was the Goss Boys. And in terms of traffic and social media, it's our most su successful cover to date, which was wonderful. People cannot get enough of the Goss Boys. They were just so warm and so positive. I really, really liked them both a great deal. I'm hoping to see them 5th of July in Brixton. And this this show is paving the way for even bigger shows that the boys are putting on around the world. So super exciting. So the Bross boys, thank you. Also, one thing I wanted to talk about was our... You heard me opening the mag there. I'm, just, I'm living the brand. What, one thing I wanted to talk about was our good news page. So we either do a, a page or a spread. And it's our way at balance of reminding our readers that the world is a is a lovely place. Because obviously, if, if you spend your time covering the news and watching the news, you would think that the world was falling apart. So I guess the good news page is our small way of saying that the world can, in fact, be a wonderful thing. Something that we touched on with Ricky um, so in this month's issue, we talked about politics uh, and what a breath of fresh air the independent group feel. Um, there's education, there's environment, there's society, there's nature. Uh, in other issues, there's tech, there's all sorts. So um, if you've read the mag before, you will know the page that I'm talking about. So the reason why I'm mentioning this 
is because if there's anything that you have seen or you would like to see in the magazine in the good news page let's do it I think that I think this is known as interactive. So drop me an email, podcast at balance.media. If you see a bit of good news that you'd like to see in there, balance, uh, podcast at balance.media. Anyway, enjoy Jasmine. What an absolute triumph. Uh, and I'll see you on the other side for a, for a chat. Thank you so much, by the way. Your The feedback so far has been awesome. So thank you and enjoy Jasmine. Jasmine, thank you very much for your time because I know that you are one of the hardest working people. <laughs> oh no, is that all I'm known for? <laughs> Get out of here! No, but I mean that's a. I mean to be fair, this ties into the book and the, and where you've been recently, doesn't it? I suppose because you've come back from India. In, how, and how long were you there for? I was there. I keep saying two and a half months. Obviously, I obviously can't count, but it was about two months and a couple of weeks. Yeah. To go on as someone who as a as your classic frazzled uh, Londoner, what? What's what what has that been? Ah, oh, like? it's I've been there before, which is good because when you first arrive, you you come with your frazzled London self, sure. being so frustrated because you know you you call it India time. Everything's everything takes five days. Nothing's confirmed when you think it's confirmed. Um, there's a there's just a different approach to life, and um, it's colourful, it's loud, it's steeped in tradition. It's just so very different. I mean, India was always on my bucket list from when I was a teen, and I only really got to go there for the first time three years ago. Sure. Um, but I've always been interested um, about it from afar, from the day I discovered that such a thing like Ayurveda exists um, and yoga. Yeah. And also 10 years ago when I started to learn Vedic meditation, I became even more intrigued about, about India. How did it happen then? Because it sounds like it was almost like a magnetic pull for you to mm. be attracted to mm. i guess well i'm half asian I'm, I'm, my mum's filipino yeah. my dad's english so i'm used to this kind of east um east mixing the eastern culture with the with the western culture um and i guess i mean i'm i'm a total magpie for color and texture and it's in abundance over there i also love asian food because i guess you know my background i grew up on on asian food um what I call kind of wet dinners, like soupy, stodgy stuff poured over rice. You know, that's sure. what I grew up on. The incredible spices. My 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 dad's English and his mother used to make chutneys and things, um, and so does my other half, Nick's Nick's mum. Um, Nick's mum is not my other half. Nick is my other half. <laughs> his mum. His mum makes amazing chutneys. <laughs> What a revelation that would be! <laughs> um, and I and I, you know, I love tasty comfort food. I guess that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yoga. I started probably nineteen twenty, um, and I was quite interested in that as a form of exercise because you know I'm not I'm not somebody. Oh, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> this is Julie. This is Julie. Julie has brought a half a battered kind of stuffed toy snake over to you james because she thinks guests are here to play with her basically i mean that is that is the, the secret reason i came around was to yes. make sure julie was okay yeah because she's not really allowed these toys in the house so but she knows the rules get broken when we've got visitors so she'll come and oh. she can't find a tennis ball at the moment because we, we we try and hide them so we've got the snake <laughs> um and that noise is her kind of throwing that stuffed toy snake around and the the kind of noisy bits are the 
squeaker that she killed within five minutes of having the toy. I think she's due a new one. She's due. Oh my goodness! That she she just killed a, killed a squeaker in five minutes again. Sure. Um, but that's what that noise is. I might have to take it off her, but then she might resort to crying. But let's see. Um, so yeah. Yoga, nineteen twenty. Yoga, nineteen twenty. Not nineteen twenties. When I was around nineteen. That would be amazing. That would have been really yeah. amazing. See, yoga keeps you very young. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then coming across Ayurveda. So Ayurveda for me was when I first became interested in kind of health and wellness, and the fact that um, you know, let's think millennium year, health and wellness. Julie's now growling at James. Health and wellness was about low calorie, low fat, pre-packaged, deprivation, carrot sticks, celery sticks, um, working out, um, and this kind of, I I guess it would be the, the body shape du jour was probably, um, what's her name? Oh, I can see her on the TV, on breakfast TV. Do you remember her? The, the green, green goddess. goddess. Yes. Sure. What's her name again? I, I, I only knew her as the oh, green goddess. Wasn't daughter- Diane, was it? No, her daughter, her granddaughter was a big actress as well. What's her name? <gasps> Come on, everyone's going to know this. What would it be? What's her name? If it, I ha- what, I would, what I would hope is that if someone's listening to this podcast while they're like the doing the laundry, goddess. they're screaming, I'm good, this is this typing noise. How can we not both know this? I don't think Jane Fonda! No, that's two separate people. Oh, the Green Goddess was on like BBC Breakfast. Yes. And she'd be like, I'm, I'm doing the actions with my arms. Yes. She'd be doing this, alternate arms in the air. And then Jane Fonda would sort of... In a leotard with a belt. Green leotard. And she was like a cult. Yeah. When you think of the 80s, Green Goddess would be on that. She's so 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jack and Vera or, you know, Reagan and Gorbachev, Green Goddess. <laughs> and then Jane Fonda had sort of given up Hollywood and had become this keep fit pioneer. Yes. And I remember she used to say... Drink lots of water so you don't become dehydrated. Sure. Dehydrated. 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 Um, Diana Moran. See, I don't know who's that name either. Is that, I only use the Green Goddess. Okay, and Jane Fonda was someone separate. Okay, so that's, you know, that's what we kind of grew up with with health-wise. These sure. kind of dry crackers, low-fat cream cheese. Absolutely. Celery sticks. And this idea of deprivation, uh, you know, this kind of ideal no-fat body shape. I mean, it was... It, and pounding it at the gym and this just didn't sit well with me and I was just looking for something that I could enjoy I was I was quite sporty at school sure but more than in more that in I'd like having a go I didn't really have the mentality to be a sportsman um and then this yoga came came along that kind of attracted me because it was kind of dance and it was chilled and it wasn't sweaty and there seemed to be this kind of undertone of wisdom that came with it which I was really attracted to um and so I got into that and this also had you know has its roots in India so for those that don't know um Ayurveda and yoga are from the same kind of Vedic knowledge basis which comes from came from a Vedic civilization that was around thousands of years ago um in India and it was this incredibly this incredible knowledge basis that worked with nature so this is pre-science as we know it today, but actually Ayurveda means science of life or knowledge of life. So it's almost the manual that came with the world because for everything, there is an antidote. For, for, every, for, for living well, there has to be a sense of balance, you know? Sure. We have the hot seasons, which are followed by the cold seasons. And during the hot seasons, we look for refreshing, cooling things. In the hot seasons, we look to keep warm um, and cosy. So... 
we kind of understand this balance that goes on within nature. Even the things that kind of make us sad, like the trees losing their leaves, you know, that's because there's this dormant period that then gets ready for new life as we see it to come, even though the life is already always there. Yeah. Or even, um, you know, forest fires in, in certain countries, they need to happen to clear the ground, to clear the leaves, to, to make certain seeds grow again. So there's this kind of um, cycle of destruction and growth that always happens in nature. And um, and so Ayurveda really kind of taps into that and helps us as humans live well within that. And that's what Ayurveda gives us. It gives us this knowledge, um, basis and structure of how to live um, in rhythm with the world around us. So, so the listener can't see that my jaw is on the table here. Yeah. So that that is, I mean, that that is like a that is a manual for life, as you say. Yeah. And that's it's the man. It's a manual for life. And Ayurveda has kind of you can find it across cultures across the world. You know, from um, you know the the old wives' tales, or you know, a lot of knowledge. Um, um, in Ayurveda, they say it, it all starts in the kitchen, basically, because the food is is what becomes you. Yep. You know, within a few hours, you've assimilated what you need from food, and that becomes the building blocks to your whole physical body, but also, you know, your mental. Um, and this wisdom was passed down via women, who were the usual cooks of the family. Sure. And in a way, they were doctors. You know, they they could know what to feed because they knew what was in season not that they had this shopping list of oh this is in season i'll go and buy this but that, because that was all that was growing um and they would use that they would take from the herbs the spices the vegetables um the meats that were in season at the time and cook for their family um and and maybe even tweak it for for if someone was a bit sick or someone needed strengthening or um um, say there was a, a period of fasting coming up or a seasonality change you know going from winter to spring you know completely different environment the body needs completely different things um, and so they were almost the doctors of the house sure and so if you look back in cultures around the world um, there will be traditional ways of preparing foods so um when I first started talking about East by West, because I knew that Ayurveda was a relatively new thing for a lot of people, even though yoga is everywhere and very much here to stay, the Ayurveda is a little bit harder to kind of maybe get our heads around because we're so schooled in a Western way of looking at the world. Um, in the East, if you talk to people in China, you know, they, they understand this because traditional Chinese medicine is very, very similar to Ayurveda. It's understanding the elements that make up nature are also within us. And so they look at ourselves as a, in, a, in a much more holistic way whereas in the west we look at ourselves very robotically yeah so this is our digestive system this yep. is our immune system this is our respiratory system and it's not in any way everything's comp compartmentalized exactly sure exactly and i think that's been our biggest you know it, it's been a way for us to understand many things and to develop many medicines and you know and and surgeries etc but i think it overlooks the bigger picture and that's why i think there's this huge turnaround to food being thy medicine, something that was talked about by Hippocrates, you know, thousand, you know, sure. years ago. Um, but also, you know, everybody's looking for a more meaningful way to live now, after fifty years of treating food like it's just fuel um, and only and only matters from calories and vitamins um, to health being how many how many do you have a six pack what's your sure. you know how fast can you run a uh, can you do a, 
uh, uh, 10k, 10K or, or whatever. So, so I don't even know the terminology for this stuff because <laughs> I'm so rubbish at it. But um, yeah, I think that's why we're finding ourselves in this in this new space of well-being suddenly being such a huge industry because we realize we're so lacking in, in knowledge about ourselves really and truly. You know, spiritual understanding of ourselves, mental health, you know, these are all on the table now. And they're all things that, that we've understood pre-science, you know, back in the day when we didn't have government or advertising as telling us how to look after ourselves. This is all intuitive stuff. Of course. Um, and knowledge passed down through generations. So as well as, as, well as East by West, what what should the can I imagine some of our listeners will be mm. eating all this up with a spoon everything that you've just said there they'll be going I, I, I want more of this in my mm. life I love food with a spoon absolutely <laughs> and I did the, I did the action and everything yeah um, is there a definitive book was there was there a book that you read that changed oh. your life or was it more was it more the assimilation into the culture from going there um, so I've been into this really for years because it kept on coming up in my own research. So, um, so that's interesting that yes, it kept coming it up. It kept coming up. And at first, you know, we're talking about me being in my, my early 20s. I'd never really heard of a mantra or a chakra. You know, people talking about energies. Um, it sounded lovely, but it was a bit like, what do you mean your energy? Even though we use, you know, we talk about this whole, I loved her energy or I like the vibes of this place. or. Um, but there is something in that, isn't there? Totally. It's like, I mean... I'm going to ruin the podcast now. Yeah. But like you and I, we, we, it would appear we're, we're on a similar frequency. Yeah. Cuts a silence yes. now for the for the rest of the chat. <laughs> but, we've all, but what I mean is there have been lots of times where you and I would have sat down with someone yeah. and you're just on a totally, totally different, different level. And yes. it, doesn't, it doesn't flow. And, exactly, you know. exactly. You know, we, we are constantly doing an energy exchange dance with That's our right. environment, with the people around us. So, sure. you know, I mean, they say you are a product of the five people you hang out with. Which really makes you think. Twice. Yeah, I mean, you saw my face there counting up. The, yes, yeah, sure. It really makes you think. So, it makes you think twice about who you hang out with. You know, we're reading things now about energy vampires, or Julia's now decided she's going to scratch but, James to get. But energy energy vampire, I mean, that's, yeah. that is interesting, though, isn't yeah. it? Is that, well, that's someone who is literally sucking your energy. Yeah, people that, you know, good friends or family who every time you get on the phone with them, you just feel exhausted or depleted or sure. down or that you're giving away too much energy to them and then we've got friends who you know but the, but you those can, people have to unfortunately yeah. have to go don't they you can approach it a couple of different ways you either have to make yourself very strong I must apologise because someone's yeah. listening to that thinking that's my brother you know yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, always yeah. as easy as, as that but yeah. there are t- sorry <laughs> Julie could you please keep it down <laughs> she's now <laughs> reverse sneezing for anyone that's got a dog that's this is reverse sneezing um yeah, it could be your family. You're very right. So the most important thing, I think, in the task of of life is understanding yourself and strengthening yourself. Because, yeah. you know, we're, we're always about judging people by how well they can help others. But unless you can help yourself, you're not always truly helping others. So if you're if a member of your family is an energy vampire, and we, that's feels like quite a strong term, but you, you know what I mean? Someone Great that, term, isn't it? Yeah, or, or someone that grates on you. Yeah. Maybe you have to cut them out of your life 
for a moment while you get strong sure. and get your energy back and, and learn a few lessons about yourself. But we can totally create a protective bubble around us. You know, if you don't have to hang out with these people because they're not your family and they're not your work colleagues, then great. Gently remove yourself from a situation where you have to be around them locked. You know, don't create a situation that's worse than it is. Um, but if you have to go to the office and there is someone there that really makes you feel a bit crap about yourself then you have to work on creating a bubble of love around yourself so that their opinion doesn't matter, sure. you know? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And the real you will shine through to the people that matter within your office space. Or, you know, families. They say you can't pick families, you know. Uh, you can't pick who who you're related to. Sure. But you, you know, these people around you are also a reflection of you. So what you're giving out, you're often getting back. Right. So it's there's some great lessons in that. But if you're extremely depleted, then definitely remove yourself from the situation first and get strong. And then, you know, there's there's so many self-help books on this. Um, my big one would be meditation. I think meditation has been incredibly helpful for me in my life. Um, and I learned that about 10 years ago. And that really started to propel me further along um, into the world of Ayurveda. How often do you meditate? Twice a day. P please go on. So... Um, I have to kind of tell you guys now, I'm not the most disciplined person. I'm not the most organized person. And I love to resist stuff that gets in the way. And so meditation and I have this ongoing, it's like a marriage. Sure. We, we have to work at it. Yeah. Um, and I was explaining to someone yesterday, actually, that meditation, you know, I said to somebody, she, you know, she said she's suffering from anxiety quite a bit. I said, do you meditate? And she said, yeah, a couple of times. And because I felt like I was quite on the same, you know, vibes with this girl, I said to her, um, saying a couple of times is a bit like saying, me asking, do you brush your teeth? And you said, yeah, I did a couple of times. Sure. Um, and that was just to stress that actually meditation is a practice. So it's not like I tried it and it didn't work for me or I had a go and I was, you know, I didn't really see 
the results that I wanted. It's like playing the piano. You have to keep on doing it every day. And sometimes practicing is not fun and it doesn't feel like you got anywhere, but actually what it's doing in the long term is what you're after. So I learned something called Vedic meditation. It's very similar to what some people know as TM or Transcendental Meditation. Oh, really? Yeah. They're two different brands, yep. if you like, which both come from a very old tradition from uh, India where you are given a mantra that's very personal to you. So you'll have a meditation teacher who will look kind of, you know, get to know you, your age, um, where you're at in life, um, your even look at your doshic makeup and we can talk about that again later um and they will give you a mantra that's that's unique for you you don't really share it with anyone and it becomes your kind of private it's a it's a vehicle if you like <clears throat> that you can put your attention on and so it helps you to kind of start to train the mind to come away from the everyday crazy thinking that we that we've been trained to do sure this is this is this is for anyone who's who who has understood that they have a monkey mind or a mind that doesn't switch off and they're always thinking there's that constant chatter you know understand that this is part of conditioning that's happened in the west more or less it is it is a human issue but it's something that in the west where we've been trained to always be problem solving we don't have a chance to turn this off and so meditation gives us this um opportunity to realize that we are not that monkey mind chatter that that is a separate tool that we can use to our advantage and we have to be in control of that tool so it's not in control of us you know i know very much so that feeling of being anxious and reactive it's when you're overtired overstimulated too much on your plate you feel like you've got to do everything be everything um be available for everything and life has got so big so fast and it's it's the surefire road to burnout. So how do you, how does one? Let's pretend I'm not asking for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how do you uh, how does one locate a teacher? What what do you do to take the next step? I've got a resources page on my website. So that's www.jasminehemsley.com. That was perfect. That was like that was my plug. That, that was, was my plug. That was so good. Um, I would love to. Anyone who's listening in Australia, my actual teacher Gary Goro is in Byron Bay, and he travels a lot to Sydney, which is where I learned. So what was the URL? Sorry, it was Jasmine. Jasminehemsley.com. Yeah, and then and it's on there though. Resources page. Resources. Yes. You. So you'll go to meditation teachers, um, and they're on there so for anyone local in the in london um and if you contact them and you're not a londoner they can probably put you in touch with other people around the country um and yes my my teacher gary goro is in byron bay he teaches in sydney um and i can't recommend it enough because this is you know for anyone who's a bit like oh i'm not sure i normally i can normally get you with the fact that 20 minutes meditation is is kind of equivalent to three hours sleep so what times do you do it? I do it in the morning. Um, You're not one of the, you don't get up at four o'clock in the morning. And... No, I do get up early though. Go on. I get up at six now. Sure. And I'll probably be getting up at five in the summer. Yeah. If you told this to me five, six, seven years ago, I would have said, get away. I got up at five yesterday. You did? I did. It's inc- If you get up at five and you, and you implement the right routine, and by the way, you went to bed early enough, it's the most delicious thing ever. Sure. All that quiet time it's, to yourself. I think, so, I think it's a great... Yeah. So I've, I've told a fellow dad, like one of my yeah. best mates, 
and when I first told that I do this, yeah. and he looks at me like he's like, "What? Are you crazy?" And then recently he's he said, "Yeah, oh, that's a good idea." That. Yeah, because it's it's probably the only for some people it's like yeah. the only bit of quiet you'll get. I had a day, conversation about this yesterday with um, a lady who was just saying, "Oh, I just feel so tired. Come eight o'clock, I just want to go to bed." And then you know, I, I do a bit of work, I watch TV, I do this. That's the worst thing you can do. Isn't and it? then I'm awake again, and I can carry on till eleven, twelve. Like she, like she felt like she needed to, and I'm like, "Are you joking?" She said, "Not like it's a result." Yes, yeah. I say, "Go to bed, honor it." Then get up early in the morning before the kids have got up. You know, those love, those kids that get those wonderful 12-hour kips that I'm so jealous of. Absolutely. Get up then and work and you'll be way more productive because actually, energetically, that is the time of day when you are your most productive. Are there any other um, little takeaway tips that you would like our... Yeah, I think, I think we've, we've talked quite wide and quite... Um, so I just want to bring in some some real practicals because. By the way, talking yeah. wine could not be more, more my oh, cup good. of tea. Good, good, so. good. At least one person's happy listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, selfishly, um, yeah. But you know, I wasn't always there. Like I said, mantras and chakras well over my head. You know, I love being in this environment of a, a yoga class where they said, you know, I, I'll just give you a bit of a back, background. I yeah, used to yeah. go into I went into a yoga class in New York when I was about twenty twenty one, and you know, it's expensive. And you walk in and the lady says, right, I just want to talk about the throat chakra today. And I wanted to talk about, you know, we're going to be working uh, with the throat chakra. And, all. and then we started omming and humming and chanting. And I was thinking, this is 15 minutes and we still haven't moved our bodies. You know, I was that mind frame, mindset that, you know, it was about exercise. And I wanted to like feel the burn and ache the next day. And then slowly, slowly I thought, but I kind of quite like this humming and chanting and I and I feel really good and oh my god I feel really grounded and I didn't even know what the word grounded meant then sure um so my journey was very slow there were there were some key markers and people that I've met but for me Ayurveda just kind of made sense in with a few things like one cooked hot food I live in a cold country for mm-hmm. most of the time um raw food is not my bag raw food is difficult to digest raw food is not appealing it's cold it's damp on the body um, that explained why I love my mum's Filipino cooking and I love most of, you know, quite Asian dishes. Um, so cooked food in Ayurveda is seen as the most sattvic, the most harmonious, the most the most nutritious of foods because it's kind of pre-digested for you. Sure. It's there and it's ready to assimilate. Mm. You know, we're not what we eat, we're what we can digest. And if food is not easily incorporated into our body, then it actually becomes a toxin. It becomes an irritant to our body and our body tries to flush it out. Um, Hot water, drinking hot water and hot teas. um, These kind of can help really flush through the body and and improve our natural detoxification pathways. Um, Hot water versus cold water, cold chilled water is very... It's very dampening to our digestive system. We want that fire of our digestion to be on. You know, our metabolism is a is a is a is a is a fire. You can think of it like that. When we drink iced water, we're dampening and cooling off that fire. Um, anyone who who knows what it's like to have brain freeze from drinking something cold, yeah, you know, that's a real thing. Your sure. brain's not liking it. Yeah. Um, it's not going to help you to keep warm when you're going outside. Um, and then in terms of like helping to melt the toxins, if you like, in the body, what, what Ayurveda calls ama. Um, imagine some grease on your hands or dirty hands and you've only got access to water. If you put cold water on your hands, the grease is kind of still there. Yep. If you use hot water, it starts to melt away. And that's the, the, the same effect that hot water has in your body. So I started to drink hot water and hot drinks or at least 
a warm room temperature. I'm not talking w- winter room temperature. Um, and that had an incredible effect, I think, on, on my well-being. Sounds nuts, but it's, it's pretty cheap to boil the kettle and it's great for you. So you just carry around uh, hot water in a thermos. Amazing. And then um, when I'm about to fly, I have my empty uh, insulated flask thermos and I ask them in a cafe to just top up with hot water. And then I drink that when I'm on the flight rather than the cold, cold water. Um, other tips are the times you eat. So Ayurveda is as much about how and when you eat yep. as what you eat, which really blows our minds in the West when we're all about calories, nutrient value, you know, what's on your plate. So in the evenings our body starts to wind down. We know that because we come to the end of a day of work, come six o'clock and we're like, oh, I'm hungry. I just want to sit on the sofa all day. Our, our, the energy channels or, um, start to close off, you know? So when we eat a massive meal late at night, it's very hard to digest. It's very hard to take the best from it and leave the worst, you know? It, our, our system has to kind of ignore what it naturally wants to do and digest our food yeah and so this then gives you maybe maybe makes you very tired or gives you the second wind and then you end up going to bed really late so um <laughs> i'm just trying uh, she's been very good by the way she is being she's, very she's good been great. she's trying she's trying all the tricks there she is she just appeared at your feet um right i'm off is she like this with everyone just you, James. Thank she likes you. you a lot. Exactly she likes you what, that a was lot. Exactly what I wanted to hear. You've got "I will throw a ball for you all day" written on your head. That's what she saw. I do. Do you like James? You do. You don't even know him. That's a stranger, you know. Hmm? She's now sitting on his feet, and she's looking at me like, "See, Mum, you don't give me what I want." Wish my kids were disobedient. <laughs> oh, she's now licking James's arms. <laughs> oh, I felt such a connection with a oh. creature. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's. I would um, try and design your life. I think this is the most important thing to do is design your life because society is not going to design it for you. Sure. And if we all push push towards what we want and need, the work culture, the restaurant culture, the cafe culture will start to accommodate us. Sure. So if I was going out for dinner, I would go for what I call, I don't think this is politically correct, please forgive me, an OAP dinner. Okay. My friends and I would go around 6, 6.30. One, you can get any restaurant you want. No one else is eating at that time. Two, if it's those trendy restaurants where you have to kind of queue first come, first serve, no one's queuing. So you get to eat at a great time. The chefs are fresh. The food is fresh. The chefs are fresh? Yeah. That's a great term. OAP dinner. OAP dinner. O- old age. And the reason is I call it that, though, old age pension because is because that's... it used to be a, a meal deal, the sure, early bird, right. wasn't it? So, um, and OAP as well because people a couple of generations ago ate early. You know, we ate early and we ate light so that we had time to digest before we went to sleep. And they were sleeping longer, as you say. And they say. were sleeping longer. And then, so main meal of the day is lunchtime. So really, what you know, it's very difficult. And I realise that some people just work in an environment where you are a slacker if you even take half an hour for lunch but honestly if you if anyone out there is able to make a stand for lunch you're you're helping out so many other people as as well as yourselves i mean in france you know it would be in france and italy it's outrageous that you wouldn't take an, an hour for lunch that might be changing now because as we start to kind of become very busy emailing throughout our lunch or, or organizing our social we have life. a lot to learn now, i think you know with yes. the lunch hour yeah 
because you, I think you're absolutely right. Mm. Someone takes a full hour. I thought you said a long shower. I was like, a long shower? Did I talk about getting up yet? No, the lunch hour. Sophie, if, if I can have a long shower at balance, <laughs> that, that written into my contract. But, <clears throat> but no, there is that feeling that if somebody does take the full hour that you, people aren't looking at their watch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Evening. With, there goes yeah. your pay. There goes your pay rise and promotion. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to talk about was the the success of East by West. I mean, well done. I mean, Thank just you. I, I know. I mean, that's a huge achievement. Everything yeah. that's happened. Can you just can you just say a bit about the past few months? Because I mean, it's been pretty extraordinary, hasn't it? Um, well, I've had. I think I got back from India and I played a sound bath in town um, on Saturday. And an Ayurvedic uh, practitioner from Norfolk came down to the sound bath and also to tell me just thank you for taking Ayurveda into the mainstream. She said they've seen such a difference in the past couple of years. Seriously? Yeah, which is wonderful because I think, you know, Ayurveda is not somebody's, um, it's not some, it's not one person's philosophy. It's not, um, it's not a, oh. I can't think of describe it. It's not a brand, you know. Ayurveda is this incredibly ancient knowledge that offers something for everybody. Sure. Whether you just take a couple of the tips I've mentioned, yeah. Um, whether you take um, just a bit of info, it's not an exclusive club of you have to be doing all of this to get any benefits. Actually, just going to bed a bit earlier, waking up a bit earlier, having a lighter meal in the evening, having a main meal at lunchtime, drinking hot water, being present when you eat. Um, reducing stimulation, being aware of how your environment affects you, meditating. Yeah. You can take any of those sure. and they it will have an impact on your life. Um, so that was so lovely for her to come down and, and share that with me. One thing I wanted to say to you, and this is less a question and more mm. of an ego massage. Mm-hmm. Um, something you touched on earlier, because wellness and, and well-being, mm. it was the green goddess and it was mm. celery sticks. Mm. So how does it... How, can you say a bit about how has it been... To, you've been such a pioneer in, yep. in transforming what we think of of, yes. of wellness. I mean, that's yeah. pretty extraordinary thing to, to have done. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think the time is right. You know, we are talking about mental health. We are talking about spiritual health. Both of those were just absolutely nobody really wanted to touch on them before. Sure. Um, yoga has gone through. You know, is is definitely here to stay, and we've watched it go from an acrobatic hot gym number to actually people simply doing breath work or you know doing five poses in one hour on their backs or you know hatha which is incredibly slow and people just didn't value it or understand it at first and now we're like oh my goodness this is actually a time to not only be but to allow my body to repair for me to just get in touch with myself my inner world it basically all turned out to be the right time because you know i've had two best-selling cookbooks i've got this cafe with hemsley and hemsley um and but with my third book i wanted to do something that really talked about what my passion is and i think if i brought this out 10 years earlier it would be too, it would be too early sure. even three years earlier it'd been too early but the time was right not that i predicted it would be right but more that in myself I felt it was the right time to talk about what really makes me tick um, and um, use the platform that I'd created to talk about Ayurveda so that even if people didn't get it straight away or weren't interested the fact they heard the word the next time someone introduced it to them it would f- it would it would sit a bit better with them um, um, and it just so turned out that the energies that be supported it because the whole world seems to now be ready for, you know, yeah, I do want to 
I do want to look after myself that more than just the physical. I do want to understand um, how to take care of my family, but still have, but, but still enjoy the things that I do like, you know. So, for example, because it's about balance, it is that, um, you know, if you want to watch a thrilling movie, because mm-hmm. that's your thing, then just watch it earlier in the day and maybe go for a walk afterwards, clear the cobwebs and meditate. The one thing that Ayurveda helps you to understand is you you are the moderator and how to moderate. Because, you know, for many people it's like, oh, but what is moderation? Is it a bit of everything all at once? No, it's just this idea that you don't have to have everything yeah, all at once. Sure. The, the best thing that happened for me was to understand when chocolate was good for me and when chocolate was bad for me so just to give you a little heads up i i i can tell i've I've worked out over the last 10 15 years that i'm kind of caffeine sensitive um if i have coffee or dark chocolate i'm like the best fun you've ever been around but then i crash sure so um uh how i've worked that out is if there's a chocolate cake in front of me and i love a chocolate cake I will just be like, you know what? I haven't really slept lately. Um, I've eaten a lot of food. My digestion's a bit poor. I can feel a little bit of acidity, or it's not going, it's not moving that quickly. Um, I'll have it tomorrow. So it's not that feeling that you had to have it. You know, I've 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 known friends who literally demolish it yeah. so that it's gone. Mm-hmm. They don't have to feel guilty about it. Do, do you know what I mean? I do, like I do. It's, it's, it's not there. They don't have to think about it, and they've missed the whole pleasure of eating it. Of so I would rather eat that chocolate cake tomorrow after a good night's sleep when I'm feeling a little better and I'm not in a rushed environment and actually enjoy every mouthful. And chances are half of it will make me feel as good as the whole of it might have of course. by rushing it. Just knowing when the time is right. Exactly. So just tuning in to make, just coming to your decision making with a little bit more intuition, a little bit more feel for it, you know. The wonderful thing about Ayurveda is it's like you read this knowledge, it makes sense because it is to do with nature and it is to do with common sense. And then you have that kind of w- that wisdom within you and you put in a little bit of your own intuition where you read the environment and suddenly it's not a case of having to have a chat with yourself every time you make a decision. It just is in you. Does that make sense? It I does. It, it absolutely okay. does. I I, I, um, I went through a phase recently of interviewing people where intuition was the thing that kept mm. coming up and uh, I got into it in quite a heavy way. I interviewed a, a, a war correspondent called James Brabazon and he said it in the in the Far East, they would call it the Tao, uh, whereas a yeah. Christian would call it the Holy Spirit. Mm. And he gave three separate examples mm. of where whatever this thing is yeah. saved his life. Yeah. So one example was he was in a convoy, he was the journalist, and they give him the safest seat on the convoy. He sat on the seat and he just went, I'm not sitting here. Yeah. And the person in charge, and, and he said captain, probably wasn't the, quite, yeah. the right rank, but whoever said, well, you know, We've done that for a reason. That's the safest seat. And James goes, "I'm, I, I'm, I'm not just, sitting yeah. here." They moved him, and yeah. of course, what was the seat yeah. that got struck by the, you know, it's incredible. incredible. But he, I, but that is fascinating. The whole yeah. intuition thing, and that's why I think as well when we meditate, what we're doing is we're setting aside, we're, we're distinguishing ourselves from from the problem solving toolbox that is our mind. Yes. So if he had allowed his mind to take over, it would have been. No, these guys said that's the same. Well, these guys seat. know best. Yeah, they know best. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to sit here. Yeah. But he allowed, you know, his gut feeling to come up. That's why we say gut feeling, that's gut right. instincts. But if we let the mind take over, we don't get to use our gut instincts. So that's another reason I say meditate. What, what is the gut? Because I mean, it's something I, I the, the more people I chat with, I 
So, so I, I said to him, I said, do yeah. you believe in a higher power? And he didn't really want to get drawn on it. Mm. But I could tell, I got mm. the feeling that there's a part of him that thinks there's something going on there. I mean, there just is, because we are so much more than just, you know, when I see you, you know, they know how the eye works, but you should then be upside down in front of me. Sure. You know, how are you fitting inside my head? Yeah. You know, they're, 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 and, and also what distinguishes one, um, what's it called, identical twin from another? Yeah. They're different people. Yeah. Even though genetically they're the same, even though they look the same, um, even when their experiences are the same, they're fed the same food, they're in the same class, they're treated in the same way, they are different people. That's there right. is something that we can't, science can't put their finger on it they cannot define what that is i think even you know when you die you lose what's it called how many grams of mass oh right sure, they can't yeah. account yeah, for yeah. you know there is a, there is something within each of us that makes us completely unique something makes this world work you know something is is the energy you know people can call it the universe or god or whatever there is a power that's bigger than you that's also within you. Sure. I think that's the most important thing to understand. That's just the wind on the letterbox. But, you know, I love that Rumi quote of, you are not a drop in the ocean, you are the entire ocean in a drop. So it's yeah. like there is a greater power and it's also within you. So it's not just going, oh, I can't, I, you know, it's got nothing to do with me or it's not a case of going, well, I don't believe there's anything outside of me. It is all you and it. But I just think that this very robotic way of looking at ourselves falls short massively. Of course. Uh, Jasmine, I, I cannot thank you enough. Thanks so much for your time. It's, thank you. As you can tell, it's meant the world. So Have me back you. on again. Oh, that my God. That was fun. And then I can, I can talk more hind legs off donkeys. You're absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers, James. I've I, I just I, 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 I shook Jasmine's hand on a podcast, even though you obviously, <laughs> you obviously can't see it. But no, thank you. Bless you. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. Jasmine Helmsley, that was great, wasn't it? Wasn't she wonderful? What a nice, what a nice dude. That was that was it. That's a chat that's really stayed with me as well. I, I really likable person. I, I thought she was wonderful. Um, as I say, any feedback for the love of God, keep it light. Um, drop me an email at uh, po- uh, podcast at balance dot media. Podcast at balance dot media. If you want to advertise on the podcast, you know we're a free mag. We need to keep those likes on. If you want to advertise. <laughs> If you want to advertise, sales at balance.media. Sales at balance.media. Do one where it's me reading it out. I mean, what what could be better than that, eh? Uh, or, you <laughs> or a pre-recorded. Either is fine. Either is fine. Sales at balance.media. Drop them a line. Um, also, excitingly, I can tease our next issue. I don't mean how to steal its dinner money. Um, I mean, tease as in reveal, give you a rough gist as to what the next issue has in store it's the return of the wellness 100 so last april we did we launched our wellness 100 and the winner was jamie oliver wonderful so we're back for our second ever wellness 100 so drop us your submissions podcast at balance.media if there's someone who you think should be in the top 100 people uh, when you think of wellness that doesn't mean that it has to be oprah winfrey or Deepak Chopper or Paul McKenna or anyone like that or indeed Jasmine they could be from the world of entertainment or sports or politics whatever you like but if you think that they 
um, can justify a place in the 100, drop us a line. Drop us a line. We're working on it at the moment, so your timing would be perfect. Um, otherwise, that's it. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who, who works on the pod. Thanks again to, to Jasmine and also to Naomi who helped with the... Sorry, it's ne- she pronounces it Naomi and my Leeds accent. My Leeds accent has just ruined a, a lovely name. So it's Naomi who helped um, with our friend Jasmine. And we'll, we'll see you next week. This is going to be every Monday. Can you believe it? Every... Oh my, it's just sinking in. Every Monday we'll be dropping a new pod. So, oh my goodness. So, you know, if you're friends with uh, Oprah Winfrey and you want to get her on the show podcast how many times can one man plug the same email address let's find out podcast at balance.media i'm gonna go now because i'm doing another podcast interview this afternoon it's exciting isn't it um so yeah have a lovely week and genuinely everyone at balance wants to pass on all their love so uh thank you um what did dave allen used to say good night good luck and may your god be with you oh it gets me every time that because even if you're an atheist I think that still applies. Um, And I'm not going to argue with Dave Allen. So have a good week. Goodbye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.